Buenos Nachos Amigos, and welcome to Record Breakers, a podcast where a group of friends share music with each other, uh, taking turns one album at a time. It's like a book club for music. Real fun stuff. Uh, I'm Peter Rave, your man with no plan. Uh, here with me is my team, my squad, my crew. We've got Brett. Uh, hey, uh, I, I was unaware that we were going to be making animal noises at the beginning of the show, but it definitely uh, definitely worked. Yes. We've got Drew. I'm just going to make a quack quack joke as we were getting into this, just for the callback to the pre-show, and then Waterfowl I got of Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> got I, I was going to talk about Waterfowl of Ohio, but I, I was not expecting is up in here. Yes. Uh, and we've got Patrick. Hello. How do I follow that up? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh I don't I don't understand me either. Uh we're here to talk about music gathered together to talk about an album we've just shared. Uh the album the person who's sharing who is sharing the album uh is Drew. Drew. It's your turn. What do you got for us this week? Well, I was I was I was tasked to bring some ska music, so I decided to bring a little bit of ska. Um, a band that formed in 1991 and were on the very famous Hellcat Records at the time that this album came out. Um, they're pretty roots uh, when it comes to a lot of it, and I like them. Uh, quite a bit when I'm chilling out. It's a band called The Slackers and their album Red Light. Mm-hmm. Uh, would it, it is it is definitely some uh, rutesque. Uh, but yeah, let's talk about some expectations. Uh, Brett, what were your expectations coming into this album? Uh, of the ska or ska adjacent music that I've listened to in my life. This is not the kind that I ever really went into. Uh, so I had really, first off, I didn't have any idea how ska this was going to be. And I definitely <laughs> didn't at like what, what my expectations of what Drew sits around in his straight edge lifestyle listening to. This isn't probably on the, the, the up there. <laughs> I mean, yeah. for, this is definitely yeah. different what I, than what I thought. Yeah. Uh, Patrick, what were your expectations coming into this album? Uh, coming in blind, I knew it was ska, but I have, uh, I may have heard a Slacker song before, but I, I didn't know it was a Slacker song, so I'm coming in here uh, with open uh, with uh, open ears, not knowing oh, what I'm getting into. Wide open. Could there also be uh, full hearts can't lose. Yes. Speaking of water water birds, uh, <laughs> fittingly enough, uh, of, of the water birds of Ohio, there is the trumpeter uh, goose. The trumpeter swan. Uh, the back channel is silly. We yes. have uh, the water birds of Ohio, the division yes. of wildlife. Uh, almost uh, at this point, I have to I have to make a second up. Ep- no, at this point, I have it's to make a second. This is gonna make me to make a second episode of pre-show of the show. God damn it! Uh, Where we just cut out a section of the show and like tack it off. Yes. Where we talk about the American black duck. Yeah. And maybe the mallard or the yes. blue wing more of a peel. wood duck kind of man. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that aside, we'll leave that to its own thing. Uh, true. 
what 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 how would you describe this album music? i was almost gonna say what were your expectations that was how would you describe this album musically what would be the themes elements coming into this album um well the weird thing about this album that kind of is a weird highlight is one it was on hellcat records which if you're not familiar with hellcat records like if bands like leftover crack and rancid usually find their way to uh to hellcat records it's not usually the place where you find this this is very much like i said something that takes a lot from the roots of ska very old school sort of uh uh, bits than their third wave ska revival counterparts at the time um you had very like jazzy horn bits at times um there were songs that got into like a very like late seventies, early eighties, like two Tony feel. You had songs that took uh, very much like from like old school rock and roll. Um, you had this organ that had that dance hall feel to it. Um, but it was all in this very, like very old school ska reggae dub feel to it. And that comes over not only, I think in, the uh, the composition work of it, right? It was not only like a more mid-tempo ska record. It wasn't your ska punk that was coming out in 97, but it was also the tone of it. There was something about the entire production of this record that the tone quality of it, to me, even sounded like it was of that era, like it was out of time in a way, and not like they were like overusing it or like it was a heavy hand to make it sound old, but just that that was the aesthetic they were going for. And I think that's kind of cool. Um, you put this up against like, like I said, like the rancids are real big fishes of the day and it's, it is jarring to a point, but it, it makes sense and it works as a ska record. Um, I mean, Toots is on a track for Christ's sakes. Um, it's it's a record that has there's always the in my opinion um, sort of a stereotype of oh you got to pay attention to your roots and like you always have that root boy that's always like talking about it and that the slackers are sort of the band for that guy. Oh, I guess is the best way to put it. That guy. Um, Brett, how would you describe? I have a problem music? with that guy. Let me point out. Hey, that guy, he he needs less up being picked. Yes. Um, yeah, Brett. How no, would you uh, describe this? Hey guys, this album has a whole bunch of hand percussion, like a whole lot. Like there are castanets that show up in this album. Um, it's very odd. Uh, this is very much not the pace, or the, I, I, you know, I come from the school where. Scott is this cartoon of itself uh, and uh, takes it well mainly it's the Aquabats to me and then and then some other stuff that I I lived during the late 90s so of course I know the stuff that uh, that this came out alongside of and this is way more than just your your regular ass ska um, like there's some ridiculous fat jazz box tone going on uh, that's more than noteworthy the horns are like used in ways that you don't normally hear them in uh, the more like 
radio friendly stuff where like the horns were on the upbeat like the, the guitar doesn't even like the guitar does things that like you're not getting the upstroke fender single coil on the like every single song uh you're you're getting like some complex stuff uh the horns in every song have plenty of time to do what they want to do and they have they have a place where they start and they got a place where they end up and they do all sorts of stuff in between but it's not like it's not like musical gymnastics like it's very uh tight uh and it's very very it's not so in your face uh, like it's sort of a chill album which is kind of fucked up because like for somebody who doesn't do drugs uh drew bringing this album that is uh probably uh been enjoyed by many people who you know are into the roots um variety of <laughs> of the genre uh th- th- this this album almost had a smell to it <laughs> yeah. patchouli it's 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 an album that i i imagine plenty of people uh have listened to on weed on weed look uh, ska bands may like a little bit of the ganj it's okay. It, 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 uh, I, I believe uh, it, it's 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 almost like uh, it's a genre that was born from uh, Jamaica or something. Yeah. Uh, Weird. Food of funk. Yeah, predates <laughs> reggae and all that. Uh, Patrick, what, 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 how, how would you describe this album musically? So, if you're someone who is familiar with second wave ska, like the specials and stuff, but you wish it was recorded a lot better, um, here you go. Here's a band called the Slackers that, uh, while uh, while real were big fishing and and no were still kind of doubting and and all of the the whole like you know third wave was going on and stuff. You had this band basically doing old school '70s second wave two tone ska. And it's uh it's fun for that. Um there's organ on this record, and as we have long established, organ is a sh- is a painfully underutilized instrument and it's utilized well here. So uh you know, I'm 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 down with the organ on this one. Uh and most of the vocals are really nice. Guy's got like a really like talk singy voice, but in like the right kind of talk singy. It's it's what I would call melodic talk singing. Uh, as as the non-expert on talk singing, but it isn't, it isn't an. He doesn't have an especially musical voice, but but he knows where he's going with it. It's nice. So yeah, it's um, it, it's uh, it's very out of it. the year it came out, and the if you just say this is a ska record from 1997, you're you're going to be very surprised if if you know what else that would have meant because this is not a ska record from 1997. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it is it is a throwback even from its predecessors. Uh that's for sure. And, and not just to ska, uh but to other really good sounds. Uh and you know, kind of like 50s rock, a little bit like, you know, so other stuff mixed in as well and like uh, reggae and dub and yeah, you know, like like they say on the Wikipedia reggae and dub a little bit there here and there. Uh and it just it's just a feel good feel good uh record this is this is like uh that band that would be playing at that uh jamaican club uh while people are hanging around uh having drinks <laughs> just chilling they're just up there on stage playing uh and and it's all the better for it 
I think. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Drew, let's talk about some of the key tracks as we break it down uh, on a song level. What would be some of the key tracks for you? To me, um, the three I wanted to pick out were pretty obvious. Um, I, I, I almost thought about picking out Red Light just because, like, the title track and all that, like, I usually harp on, but Red Light's a great track. But, like, watch this. Um, it feels like a special, like, watch this feels like a straight-up special song. <laughs> Like, it just does. Like, the tone of it, the horn work, the piano work, there's a simple brilliance to all of it that just works, and I really, really respect it. Um, We talk about, like, the 50s rock and roll sort of, like, sounding thing to it, Um, and that, I think, is exemplified, really, in Married Girl. Um, It's a ska record, and you have this 50s-sounding rock and roll song about like getting a girl to cheat and smoking pot and like it just shoved into a ska record and I'm I'm sort of okay with it which I understand I understand me being like hey the cheating and the murder and the marijuana is one of my favorite slacker songs might be weird you know what my favorite songs from Real Big Fish and Mustard Plug are beer and drinking and like yeah, it doesn't make sense, but look, it's where I'm at with ska. And um Tintin uh Dia. Uh there's something about a dark, moody ska song that I just love every single time. Cause like just that idea of like, look, it's like when I hear that type of song, I get this image in my head of like, just like a rude boy in like some dapper ass clothes and a pork pie hat, just trying to like get into some dirt or find some pot or like do something just like out on the streets at night. Like, and that I'm kind of okay with that like rascal king idea. Like, I enjoy it. It's something that, like, I will, if you were a ska band and you do, like, a dark, moody, rude boy song, like, I'm okay with that. You got, you got a thumb up in my book. Yeah. Uh, Brett, what would be some of the key tracks for you? Well, my less eloquent three, uh, as I review them, uh, Cooking for Tommy, uh, (sighs) is a pretty, pretty cool opening track. Uh, you know, it's pretty much just a, a horn jam, uh, with, like, some really fun jazzy licks thrown in there. Uh, it's definitely got a, a fatter sound than what you normally get with, you know, an offset guitar going on the upstroke. Uh, Married Girl, uh, uh, the, the rotating speaker, the organ, the whole shebang bookmarks the beginning and the end. Uh, the, the hook is really great. There's some murder. It's pretty earwormy. Uh, it's something that as I was playing through, uh, if you know, it would pique my interest every time. Uh, and soldier, I uh, like another groovy tune, the guitar and the organ mixed with like the hand percussion. And like, there's this weird parlor piano that's used almost like just every now and then it's put in there just to sort of fill a, a frequency. And it's not even like it's way back in the mix. And I was like, 
it's it's a it, it was a unnecessary thing that i enjoyed picking out um but like those, there are so many songs on this album that are way different than anything i've really sat down and listened to so my vocabulary for describing a lot of this other than like oh hey uh they did the thing and then the horns went horn 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 but uh there's a lot of fun to be had on this album Pedro, I believe you're muted. Sorry, like, like, I didn't want the podcast to be all. Patrick, what will be some of the key tracks for you? Watch this second track on the record. I was, I was like thinking about this like the first time through. I'm like, this is so unthird wave. Uh, but again, like I really like his vocals. They're just sort of growly and really simple and not, um, not like super like musical, but like really he has good vocal melody choices. Uh, the organ just makes it for me. And again, like this song really does not sound like 1997, but little bits of organ, just nice. Uh, married girl, uh, really, really good vocals on that. Uh, I don't know why I like them so much, but I do. And that song just has, it's a nice like groove and it's a really enjoyable song. And then cause it's kind of out of place. And I weirdly like it. The last song, come back baby, which is just, you know, an acoustic track at the end of a record, because that's a thing you did in the nineties. Um, but, uh, it's just, uh, it had a nice melody and it was just kind of an enjoyable song and a nice way to close out, close out an album. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I also want to give a shout. Uh, Married Girl is fantastic. You know, kind of have that '50s sound, uh, and also giving that great like rhyme. Uh, the Married Girl, don't you wanna smoke a little marijuana? It's just like you can't marijuana. Marijuana. Uh, you can't like not sing along to that. I, I, I like just like it's just like uh, it, 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 you know, you're just sitting there listening to the song. You just it's it's hard it's hard not to sing along to that to that part of that song uh i dug uh another memorable one you must be good was memorable in in, a, in kind of a, an odd way it just was that had a cool like uh that one i think in particular just was stood out to me and kind of being uh old school in its sound uh in in a really really cool way uh and and we didn't talk about red light i mainly want to talk about uh the the incredible uh fart trumpet <laughs> or fart trombone we're, we're we're not sure in red light uh that appears somewhere that kind of caught me off guard uh and was just fun it was just kind of having in the middle of the song you just hear this uh you just hear this going going burr, burr, burr. it was like that, that was my that spring to your aesthetic yeah, that was my spring of this album. Also, it reminds me of the fact that uh, that Skrillex killed Four Minute, and on, on some level, it, it also kind of made me a little bitter. Uh, so it was like a little bittersweet moment for me. Uh, but yeah, that aside, uh, let's bring it back around the horn to talk about some conclusive thoughts. Uh, Brett, what will be your conclusion on the Slackers? I mean, if if you've not heard this variety of the ska, you probably ought to. This is very inoffensive. At least, well, I mean, unless you're like eight, your mom hears you 
listen to a song about murdering people. But, uh, you know, like it's it's something that I would have probably never gotten around to listening to if it weren't for this show. And I feel like I am much better for having heard this. Is this something I'm going to go back to? Probably not anytime soon. But I enjoyed my time with it. Yeah. Uh, Patrick, what would be your conclusion on this album? So I had a thought when I was listening to this about about sort of this era, 1997, 1998. There was this, in popular music, there was this swing revival thing happening. Jump and there was wailing. And there was sort of like, there were, you had, you know, Big Bad Voodoo Daddy, Cherry Pop and Daddies. But then you had like Brian Setzer Orchestra, who were kind of great because they were just better musicians and kind of like just did that that gimmick better. And I feel like, like this is very much a revival of old music, but I feel like it's more Brian Setzer quality than Cherry Pop and Daddy's quality. Like it's 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 a well executed uh, revival, but like in a and I'm saying that as a compliment. Like it's it's an odd compliment because I'm a weirdo, but it just it struck me as like an interesting like this was a, a I mean technically a revival of a revival of a sound, but. It, it did it really well. I enjoyed it. It was fun. Um, I, I it, it was it was a surprise. I I thought ninety ska. I was gonna get a third wave record, and I totally didn't. And that was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. I think overall, this is just a fun record. Uh, uh different from what you would expect. Like the others have said, different from what would expect from the era from the contemporary era of it and from what the just the genre description uh it's 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 a nice concerted effort i guess to like in that time to be a throwback sound which is really cool uh and i think it works well and it's just a good fun listen uh drew what would be your conclusion on this album like i said this is one of those bands that like sort of flies under the radar for a lot of folks. Um, they weren't as like big or flashy as some of the other bands that made it out of like the 90s sky revival, your aquabats and your real big fishes and whatnot. Um, but if they are always on in the back pocket of every like, if you ask any ska band, there's always the one dude that has no, like you gotta listen to the Slackers, man. Like it, like it's all, it's that band. It's the band that all the other bands are like, no, dude, like they're amazing. Um, and it's always that back pocket man that that band everybody always gets into and always digs, but like nobody ever talks about it on the surface. And I think that's sort of criminal because. The musicianship is fantastic, and the composition is fantastic, and they're just a really fun band. Uh, Drew, I want your response. This album had no songs about cats with multiple heads or uh, or magic chickens. Mm-hmm. Is that okay? It is okay. Say you. I believe so, too. They had a song about cheating wives, murder, and pot, though. That's very un-Aquabanian, but uh, I'll let it pass. Yeah, uh, we can. We, we, you know, this world is a tapestry of different uh, approaches to everything. Uh, they can both both the Aquabats and this can exist 
and they did at the same time, and that's kind of weird. Yes. And you know what? You can all be you uh, can all be the happier for for realizing that. Um, but yeah, those are our thoughts on on the slackers. Uh, but we shall not slack off on our duties as uh, uh, haiku reviewers because we come to our main event of the evening, well, the moment we've all been waiting for our haiku reviews. Yeah, we're still doing that bit because uh, it's fun. Um. Yeah, let's get down to it. The haikus. Uh, Brett, what is your haiku? A bit of a shock. <sighs> an authentic feeling sound. Way more than just ska. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patrick, what is your haiku? A second wave sound in a different place and time. Excellent organ. Mm-hmm. NSFW tag, here we come. Excellent organ. Talk, talk about his organ. Uh, all right, my haiku. Uh, it's that good ska sound with some more cool stuff mixed in. That good fried chicken. Uh, finally, Drew, what is your haiku? Swire's not talking about his organ. He's talking about the slacker's organ. Hey, it's a little you know, different. Subtle difference. <laughs> Groovy old school ska from a band that ain't that old, respecting the roots. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, slackers. Those are our thoughts on the slackers. Those are complete thoughts now. Uh, you can, of course, find this album on our Spotify playlist. Play Record Breakers, the home game. This is, in fact, the name of that playlist. Uh, play along at home, follow along, uh, keep up with us. Uh, you can of course not on that same Spotify playlist will be next week's uh, record. Uh, next week's record is going to be provided by a guest. We've got uh, the wonderful, the stupendous, the no longer on Twitter though we he may actually p- plug his Twitter <laughs> account on the podcast. It's going to be weird. Time travel. <laughs> oh, I forgot. Kind of for the same. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> kind of for the same reason yeah. it's it's gonna be weird but it'll be happening kind of for the same reason uh swagger will kind of for one episode be up back on his old webcam again uh <laughs> professionals awkward. ladies and gentlemen professionals hey, hey the professional thing is banking episodes so that we don't miss our schedules we are professionals it just sometimes it kind of causes weird things uh <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, but that being said, J- DJM is going to be here for a really cool album. Uh, that obviously, just to be honest, we we have already recorded. Uh, we're going to be talking about a really cool, little, uh, like a uh, hip hop album, kind of hip hop sound chill album called uh, Miami Garden Club by the artist Kitty. Not that Kitty. No, no. It's with a Y yeah, instead one. of an IE. Is the important. We're not going to be talking about Brackish. No. Y'all remember that song from high school? I remember that song. (laughs) We're not going to be talking about that kitty this time. Uh, But that's neither here nor there. That's next week, and this is this week. (laughs) And you can, of course, find us all over the internet. Patrick is at the swagger. Brett is at Hibbity Bird Bird H I B I H I B B O Y. (laughs) 
H I B B I T Y B I B B A R D. Drew is at X Juicifer X. I'm at PD Rave. The show's at four record breakers. That's the number four record breakers. Recordbreakerspodcast.com. Recordbreakerspodcast at gmail.com is an email. Rebelly.net for this and other shows. Rebelly TV on YouTube and other places on Twitch. You know, not that it matters right now, but I'll, I'll figure out what to do on that Twitch channel. Uh, yeah, just follow us. Uh, where you have podcasts, uh, see the show notes on the website. Uh, also, where you, you know, on your chosen podcast uh, place, because the show notes will be there. Uh, but yeah, do all things. Uh, like, share, subscribe. Until next time. Hasta los huevos. Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>